Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Tired and Tested podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and nits a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realizing that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening! To the podcast. So good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of the Tad and Tessa podcast with me, Sophie McCartney. And I just have just the one special guest with me today, guys. I know we treated you last time, didn't we? We're, you had an actual, actual, actual special guest. Um, I've just gone for just my, my bog standard, my ride or die. It's Lucy with the fringe. Hey, babe. It's all about quality, not quantity. <laughs> It really is. Uh, and it's all about love handles and not abs as well, isn't it? So <laughs> Exactly. It's all about, I, I also love as well, then, because it is just you and I today, um, mm. the difference in appearance of how we look for this podcast versus um, how we looked for our podcast with Bradley last time. But anyway, how do you, babes? All good? Recovered from our boozy week in London? Well, I hope our boozy day, boozy night, our boozy, our boozy night, our one night. I have, I have recovered, but I had a boozy. I actually had a. I was out two nights in the bounce this weekend. I saw this on Instagram, and I, I mean, I, I don't know how you do it. I well, first off, I, I can't leave my house ever. I don't, I don't ever seem to be in a position, apart from anything <laughs> to do with work. I, it's impossible for me to get out and ditch my children. Whenever I see mm-hmm. you out, I'm like, how have you done that? Have you just um, paid the house and made him look after your children? Hang on a minute. Who was tied to the house all last year? That's, it's that's true. It's it, yeah, that is true. I revisited one of my favourite nights now ever. Went to Bongos Bingo on Friday night. Bongos Bingo? Bongos Bingo? Bongos Bingo? <laughs> which was a 90s special, which was incredible. Oh, incredible. Yeah. I loved sitting, watching all these sort of young 20-year-old girls coming in dressed in what would have been in my wardrobe? And they think oh, thinking it was all really so funny, destroying. fancy dress. But oh, I was thinking like, it was so ironic. <laughs> so that was brilliant. And then on Saturday night, went out for dinner with my neighbours and my husband. He came, we had a babysitter. Oh, he came. Oh, oh he had a babysitter. We had a babysitter. So it's yeah. never the same when you've got a babysitter though, because I feel like I'm, uh, I don't want to take the piss. watching. Yeah, mm. so I'm like, oh, I've got to get back. But I have to say, I don't know about you. I, you know, well, I'm well versed in a night out and, and, and also... True. Multi- multiple nights out, I could dig it. Multiple, now that yeah. I've got two children, uh, uh, I've got this sensible head on. I can't do. I can't. I can't go mad mm. unless I, unless I'm not there. With, with I was, was going to say. I was going to say. I'm away um, the night. I've been in your company on many a night out, and between the two of us, <laughs> you are not the sensible one. Hang on. <laughs> Who dragged you home last week in London? That is true, but you were shit faced. So right, okay, just to set the scene. So um, so we had a few things on in London, and then we were doing the we do the studio record with Bradley last week. But anyway, in the evening, Lucy was like, right, let's go out for dinner. So she took me to this really funky Mexican restaurant in Soho, and she'd give me a little heads up before we got there. She was like, right, just so you know, 
it looks like a knocking shop. <laughs> it's all like it's all like girls, 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 and knee and across the front, above the front, above the door, like it's just blacked out, blacked out door, and then it says come across the top, which I was there for. I thought that was great. But it's this really cool Mexican restaurant. So we'd gone in um and had a lovely meal. Luce um she what did you order, Luce? A quesadilla? Quesadilla, yeah. But you didn't like it spicy. So she took me to a Mexican restaurant, but she doesn't like I love spicy Me- food. I love, I love Mexican. It's my favourite, but I don't like spice. So we're there giving the, the really cool, hip, trendy Soho waiters our order. And Lucy's like, <laughs> like being out with a five-year-old. And she's like, where's the quesadilla? <laughs> not spicy. Not spicy. So the girl was like, cool. So you just you just want the bread and the cheese? And she's like, yes, I do. So, <laughs> so the first time it came... That like somebody like stood maybe twelve foot away from the quesadilla, um, and and was holding a chili, and so it was too hot for her, and so she had stuck one mouthful of it, and was like, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. So she had to call the waitress back over, and I'm sitting there just like, oh god, here she goes. I'd started talking to the table next to me at this point because I just couldn't, just couldn't, just couldn't deal. Goes back and it comes back, and it it, it literally came back a margarita pizza, margarita pizza for one. It was delicious, yeah. though. It was. She had a lovely dinner, so we did that. But as we were leaving, we, oh. uh, we stopped to get our coats. Oh, it was so funny! Stopped to get our coats on the way out. And so, bear in mind, this place, this Mexican restaurant, looks like a strip joint or whatnot. Knocking shop. Do people still use the term knocking shop? Is that a well-known no, phrase? I mean, I've, I've never heard knocking shop. Have you never heard of that? Says so maybe it's a scouse thing. Is that not what you go knocking for your shop? DIY, your DIY stuff. Go, go and get your get your knocky stuff. No, that'd be a, a bang bang. Would it? Not? <laughs> a bang bang. But yes, it looked like a strip joint. Yes, that uh, that maybe did added extras. I would say that's what that's what a knocking shop is. Um, uh, as we were leaving, these two, what do you reckon they were, Luce? Like eighteen? I reckon they were eighteen, old, seventeen, must, maybe even seventeen. These yeah, two but, yeah. like gangly lads rocking <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> the girls behind the desk were like, "Do you have a reservation?" They were like, "Oh no, oh no, we needed a reservation." <laughs> the girl was like, "Um, this is a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Different kind of tacos, lads, over here. She, Different kind. You could tell. You could tell that the the coats lady, like the lady on reception, you could tell she was used to it because she literally her tone was just like, for fuck's sake.' I mean, Wasn't to be it? fair, like what it is quite misleading. It must happen." <laughs> all the time and then as, as we were like standing outside deciding where we were going to go next these lads were standing there just these two little lost puppies going well, where are we going was very funny such yeah. an anticlimax you, for them it was you know what? So they, they probably walked in and saw you and I and probably the first thing they thought were like oh bloody hell each of these strippers in here God's going to take them about two hours to whip those support pants off. Oh, <laughs> what are they thinking? It was funny, but we ha- we always have fun. We Why do always have fun. always happen when we're together? Like, we always we always happen to... We, it's almost like we attract some, like, all these crazy things I, around us. I think, I think it's the good energy. I think it's, I think yeah. it's the good energy of the universe. It's, it's easier and I it goes, you know what? We're going to give those two something to talk about on the podcast on a Monday. And then yeah. you took me, you took me to the Soho, where was it? The Soho Arts Club, which was cool, but it smelled very much like a public toilet. Not going to lie. Walked down the stairs and that's the first, first sentence that hit me um, was, was a urinal essence, I would say. But it was quite cool. It had banging tunes and it, was. Did, it did have a great guy who looked like David Brent. You know, like, uh, this is what I love about London. You know, because I did used to work there and lived down there for a while. And, um, and like a random 
Wednesday or a Thursday would somehow be the best night out. And you go out with some people after work and there'd always be like just one bloke. They'd had way too many, completely just lost it, standing there in his suit. All his mates have gone. He doesn't know where he is, but he's going to carry on the party regardless. And there was one of these blokes, wasn't yeah. there, in there, not like David Brent. Yeah. But he was having the nicest time. He, he was, was having the best no one. time. Just going around, just bopping up to people's tables, just like, yeah, giving it all. all. But he was wearing, um, so he had his suit on. But <laughs> as I was having a little closer inspection of David Brent, um, he was wearing elasticated suit trousers. So they so they looked like your average suit trouser, but they had a drawstring and like he tied them in a little button. He didn't and he didn't look like the type of guy should be wearing trendy trousers, did he? Bless no. him. I'm wondering whether that was his gym bag. Like he'd had his sports kit in his gym bag and he'd gone for a workout and then maybe he'd had a little accent, maybe he spilled a little drink on himself and he had to put his spare trousers on like at nursery. But they were they were suit trousers. They were proper were they suit actually? trousers. Yeah, they were suit trousers, but they were elasticated. You you were paying a lot of attention to his crotch. <laughs> well, you know me. I fixate. <laughs> Find something I like and I fixate on it. Um, it was so brilliant. Maybe they were his vasectomy suit trousers. Maybe that he'd had the snip. Yeah, his wife was like, go, go out. I'm safe on two counts. One, yeah. your knob's going to fall off because it's sore. And two, you're an elasticated trousers no woman is not gonna happen. hit on you it's really not gonna it's not gonna go for you so yeah so, so we did that and then yeah then i was actually having quite a nice time and normally i have a few marks i'd had about five marks or something i know normally i do have two drinks and then i go i've got a headache i feel a bit sick yeah go and Can then i have some water Cut yeah. out some water, a diet coconut water, please. Um, and then we are normally just doing the calculations of how many hours, if we left at that specific time, how many hours sleep that we would get before having to get up and then either get the train or go and do what we're going to do the next day. So we left and we'd calculated if we'd left, we would get eight hours sleep. And that that was that's the that's the best that, thing, isn't it? That's really? it, that, isn't it? That, that is the dream. It. That's the dream. But it was it was my it was my good self that was like, right, we finished our drinks. So I was like, let's go. Yeah. And I think you were shooketh. I was shook at, to be honest. It's yeah. never you. It's never you. Um, although then we did get outside and you made me go home in a pink fluffy tuk-tuk. Um, so that, you know, swings and roundabouts. We stayed, we stayed in this really nice hotel. We stayed in the Kimpton. It was called the Kimpton, wasn't it? The yeah, Kimpton. it was. And um, it was like proper classy hotels, Aros. And, um, and we rocked up at half past two in the morning outside in this pink fluffy, fluffy flamingo <laughs> singing taylor swift at the top of our lungs doorman was like jesus oh, christ it's funny oh um but also advice for anybody who is attracted to going on those tuk tucks never take their first offer because they will never save 50 take pounds, 50 pounds for yeah. half a mile you get them down. you had a limb down you can get home for 15 quid guys <laughs> um right so yes my door has just gone because i've got a mm. my asos package over here so and it bought some bikinis. Gonna go around me hole. So, listeners, when you are listening to this, I will be on um on an airplane with three children, probably only about oh god, at this point, only three hours into a seven hour flight. Um, and mm-hmm. we'll be probably massively regretting my life choices. But yeah, we're gonna go away. We're gonna go to Dubai. That's where we're gonna go. And I've not done Dubai as a family holiday before. Yeah, but- I've not. No, lots of people have. I thought it is a honeymoon destination. Like we stopped off on the way back from our honeymoon, many a moon, many a moon on our honeymoon ago. Um, <laughs> and we did a few days there. But I've yeah, never never done it with kids. But we got to going to Dubai because it's my it's my big it's my big birthday this year. Twenty one. Yep. Yeah, Twenty one forever. 
And um, and so I thought, well, because the tour schedule is quite hectic and I've got a, got a special announcement coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have a special you, announcement. Yeah, you can, can I say people. it? Because they've already you announced can. it, haven't they? You can. I get really yeah. confused about being in the future on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much, does it? So, yes, I will have announced um, that the Tired and Tested Tour is going down under. Time a kangaroo down, folks. <laughs> So I'm going to Australia. Plus, you're taking oh, the tour to Australia, which is she's going global. I am going global. It's very exciting, but that's happening at the end of May, going into June. Um, and so I'll be work. I'll be working, and that is normally when we do our family holiday. So for my big birthday holiday, we thought well, we'll do it. We'll do it in February half term instead. So we are. So we're going to Dubai, but we'd got to Dubai by process of elimination because initially I thought, well, it's my fortieth. I want to go and do something, you know, like a destination that I've always wanted to go Extravagant, to. Extravagant, yeah. Let's, let's push the boat out. So we were going to go to, um, first off, we were looking at the Caribbean. I've always wanted to go to Barbados, but I'd left it too late in the day to get a good hotel in Barbados. So we had to can Barbados. And then I then was like, well, Maldives, like that's like, that's a place that people go for yeah. their 40th birthdays, right? That's the 40th birthday destination. So we did look into all of this and you can fly direct you can do 10 hours now, which I, you know, I didn't think was too bad. Um, and, um, you know, in comparison to the, what, like 30 hours I'm going to have to spend with my children dragging them all the way to Australia with me. Um, so anyway, so I thought oh, I'm going to have to get on a bloody seaplane, aren't I? And I don't like planes. I don't like planes in general, and I especially don't like the ones with propellers. And I think that the Mal- when I think Maldives, I think of like the huts in the in the sea, absolutely a logistical nightmare. When you've got a- can you imagine something like our kids? Honestly, we have a mantra in this house, right? And I shout the kids: if you go through a gate, you close a gate. It's like living in yeah. the countryside here. Okay, you got to keep all the cattle where they're meant to be, and our kids are rubbish for it. So I'm constantly running after Nate when he's anywhere near stairs because I know. One of the kids has left gate open. Can you imagine being in one of them little Oh, my goodness. And what, Steve and I going, has anyone seen Nate? Because that's also what we say on a day-to-day basis. I know. And he's just off having a hug with a shark in the Indian Ocean. So, no. No. The so anxiety. We have, we have, we, no. Yeah. And also, I, I, when I was, like, looking at all the aerial shots of the Maldives, they're very small islands. And it would literally be like I was paying an arm and a leg to be stranded on a desert island with three children for 10 days. And mm. I decided I didn't want that for myself for my 40th Ew. birthday. I decided that wasn't what it was all about. Yeah, lovely. Lovely if it was just you and you and Steve. But oh, no, not... it lovely if it was just you and me. <laughs> if we... <laughs> We'd have a lovely time. You need to give St- Steve some time with Sophie as well. Come on. Yeah, I know, I know. But what we'd probably run out of things to talk about after yeah. 24 hours, to be honest. We Once we'd be... Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't. We'd just keep going. So, um, so yeah, so we decided on Dubai because there's loads to do for the kids in Dubai and it's, it'll be quite warm out there. Um, so I'm going to spend my special birthday going to yeah. water parks. Yay! Oh, gosh, yeah. Do you know what? You'll have a great time. We will. We will have a good, we will have a good time. So, um, so the kids are so excited about it. Did I ever tell you about the time I ended in, up in Dubai for a bit, but I wasn't meant to? Was this when you went to Australia for three yeah, days? So, so I've actually only been to Australia once in my life. It was back in the early days of Jez and I dating. And I think we'd only been together about a year and he was doing a world tour, which involved a stint in Australia. And he was away By for the way, a that's, long time. Sorry, let me, just, let me just interrupt because for our non-Geordie listeners, oh, um, a tour on. is a tour. Carry on. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He must have been away for about two or three months. And he was like, well, I was like, when am I going to see you? And he said, well, I've got three days off in Melbourne. So I'm like, okay. He was like, do you want to come to Melbourne? I was like, 
okay, let's do it. Anyway, we worked out that if I stayed whilst the Elsa had the two gigs, I would be able to have five days in Melbourne. So I was like, okay, I can do this. This is fine. So get on my flight at London and I'm all good. End up stopping in Dubai to refuel. So get off. And at the time I was really conscious of like, we, we got off the flight and I was like, I'm not going to eat anything because when I get back on the flight, we'll be having our big meal, you know, so we're only just dropping off to refuel, won't be long. What you're going to say, I was I was really conscious of the um, 20 kilos of coke that I had in the handbag. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? So we get off um, and then get on in the queue to get back on the train, the train, the plane, get back on the plane and the pilot, the driver, the pilot was like, um, <laughs> plane I'm really driver. sorry, we're having, we're having some issues. So um, we're just going to get you all back off the plane again um and then we're just going to sort out these issues and then you're gonna we're going to be on our way to australia so i was like right so we get back off as a kind of um apology to a, a sweetener we all got given a meal ticket for the meal ticket i was again thinking i'm gonna wait for my big meal when i get back on so i used it on an apple because i was like right. i'm just gonna wait wait till i get back on anyway ended up being in long story short ended up being stuck in dubai then for a good few hours get back on the plane for them to say We've just tried to take off again and the aeroplane is broken. So everybody's going to have to get off and stay in Dubai for a night. And I was like, I can't do that because I'm only going to Dubai. For, I'm only going to Australia for three days. I've got another day in Dubai. <laughs> That's so, so I end up panic calling Jez being like, I'm stuck in Dubai. Help, come and save me. So he then booked another flight for me from Dubai. But that, that meant that I was going to have to stay in Dubai airport for seven hours. So here I am, Lucy from London wandering around Dubai airport no idea where I am my geography is awful I don't actually know where in the world it is I then had to get a new flight seven hours later via Doha I didn't know if Doha was a country or if it was a city but I was like okay we're just gonna go with this I've got no idea where I am right now I realized I didn't have any cash so I went to an ATM to get some money out and it was all in Dubai-ish. And I was like, I don't, well, I don't know what, what Sorry, I don't Dubai know, but I don't know what the, well, I don't know, what, but I didn't know what the, what the currency was. So it's like, do I, if I, if I press that, is that going to cost me like, is that going to be like a fiver in UK money or is it going to be 500 quid? I have no idea. Yeah. It was honestly, it was, I, I was a lost puppy so a lot. So that's my only experience of Dubai and I really hope it doesn't happen to you. Well, it won't because you just go to your hotel. Well, I'm staying there anyway. So if I get off the plane, I'm just off the plane and going You're on my good. holidays. You're good. You're yeah, good. So You're I'm good. all right. I'm all right. So Lise, I had a little bit of a parenting faux pas this week. I, I would say it's not um, it's not bad enough to go in a parenting fails. Like, oh, I don't right, think okay. it's worthy of an iconic mascara. And you don't need to be anonymous. Okay. No, I don't think social services have come for me, to be honest. I'm, I don't think. But So I went to my mum and dad's yesterday. And um, to get from our house to my mum and dad's, we have to drive past um, a crematorium. So it's driving past, Jack's looking out the window and he's sitting in the front with me now, got Nate and Evelyn in the back. And he just goes, mummy, what's a crematorium? <sighs> so he's, he's seen graveyards before. Yeah. He's seen, and, you know, we've, I've, I've had an awful explanation of, of being buried alive that I've tried to explain to him as well. But he, he'd never really pondered what other options there were once life is no more. So I thought, I can't lie to him. He's going to high school mm-hmm. next year. I mean, he still believes in the tooth fairy, but he's going to high school next year. So now's the time to traumatize him. So I was like, well, darling, and I'm trying to do this. Just bear in mind, I've got Evelyn, who's eight in the back, and little eight jups. So he doesn't really have a clue what's going on, but he was eating a bag of mini cheddar, so he was happy. And I was like, well, darling. I was like, <laughs> he's the thing. Like a CBeebies presenter explaining death. 
I was like, well, you know, when we die, I was like, some people, some people choose to um, be put in the ground and, and then their body decomposes in, in a wooden box. Other people, they, they, they decide, and in my head I'm thinking, how do you yeah. upcycle yeah. this? How do you upsell it to make this not sound as fucking awful yeah. as it is? So I was like, so some people, they decide um, that, that, that they want to be burnt. And he was like, what? I said, like, yeah, but burnt. And he was like, but how does that happen? I said, they, um, they, well, they put you in a really big, special, fancy oven. <laughs> like, and I don't know why I thought that by making the oven sound like a range master, that that was maybe going to make the situation any better. So he's at this point just ashen going, but, but what, why would, you, what happens to you then when you go inside? Of, of the oven I was like well well all the fire comes darling just all all the special fire comes and then and then you then you get turned um in, into into dust I'm like like no matter how I'm trying to make this sound better you can't it just sounded you can't you can't dress up being cremated you cannot you really polish can't. that turd no so then he's like okay so what happens to you after you cremated and I was like oh okay well this is a nicer part I was like well they give they give the family back the ashy bits and then then what sometimes happens is that the, the family then they take the ashes and they either take them home and you get a very fancy jar and um and you get you get put on a mantelpiece and um, forever and people can and, and can speak to speak to you every day and he's like looking at me like what the fuck i said uh, oh or you uh, you can be given back to your family members and then they will choose a special place that they can take your ashes and they can and they can sprinkle them and then you become part of the wind. And he went, oh, is that body parts in the wind? Oh he was like, do people do time breathing in people's body parts? I was like, hmm, yeah. I was like, well, don't you think that's nice? And I said, and people, you know, people like to pick special places that they would go and have their ashes sprinkled. And then he went, well, Oh, we could sprinkle you in New York. <laughs> and I was like, oh, because that's for Stephen. I got engaged. And I was yeah, like, that's, yeah. I was like, that's actually a lovely suggestion. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I might might have somewhere else in mind. And then Evelyn's in the back going, I don't want to sprinkle her in New York. And I was like, all right, uh, hang on a minute. And Evelyn's like, well, I have a say. I have a say in where she goes. I don't oh, want God. to go in New York. And, I, and then just for fighting, bickering between themselves about what they're going to do with my dead body. Oh, God. And so in Nate's just sitting there eating his mini cheddars. Like, this is the nice day out in the car, in the brum brum, brum brum, brum brum. And they're just like, they're twatting each other over the seats because oh, Jack wants God. to sprinkle me in New York and Evelyn wants to put me in a pot in the garden. So in the end, Jack just goes, tell you what, Evelyn, we'll just put her in the cellar with Dad, all right? <laughs> <laughs> she agreed to this. I don't know what's happened to Steve. He's already been bumped off well before oh, me and I've obviously bless. agreed to him being in the cellar. I'm going in the cellar. Going in the I'm cellar. going in the cellar with Steve. Oh, I was like, that's nice blessed. to know. Thanks so much. Painful conversations. It's so weird that you say that because last night, um, Kit and I were watching some, I think it was Sonic on Netflix and they were talking about, I don't know if it was somebody dying or something. And Kit, who is now just turned four, turns to me and goes, Mummy, how do you get deaded? I was like, how do you get deaded? I said, do you mean, how do you, do, how do you die? He said, yeah, how do you die? And I was like, oh God, I'm so not ready for this conversation. So I said, well, there are people die from different things some people get poorly some people some people just get really old like gran and i'm like yeah gran gran's probably yeah. gonna die soon so then he turned to me and he said but mommy 
when are you going to die? And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to really upset him because he's going to realise that I'm going to die. And I went, not for a really long time, Kit. Not for a really, really, really long time. And he went, okay, mommy, I'm nearly five and then I'm going to be six. And I went, yeah. And he went, yeah. And then he just went back to watch it. And it's just like... Yeah, okay. you know, it's I, okay. It's so upsetting. I remember um, doing this with Evelyn and um, telling her that we were all that I got so upset by it that I said that I just lied to her and said that um, I I would wait for them to be old enough and then I'd die. We'd all die together. All together. We'd go to heaven. Nice. Yeah, we'd go to heaven in an Uber. That's what. That's how yeah. we settled on it. <laughs> in the end because I just couldn't cope and then Steve's crowd so they, we haven't really I mean fortunately they haven't really had a lot of experience of death in our family the only person that they've been close to that's died has been Steve's grandma and that was a few yeah, years ago so the kids were really little and really unfortunately the day before Steve's grandma had died we'd been out for a walk and we'd seen a dead pigeon in the road and Evelyn had said well what's happened to the pigeon and I was like oh it looks like the pigeons had a nasty accident but it's fine because it's gone to heaven now like fucking I don't know, <laughs> don't know what the what the list oh, like is oh. like in heaven but they're letting all the street pigeons in up there but anyway <laughs> so I've told her this and then Steve's grandpa passes away and we're, I'm like oh shit sitting there sitting the kids down and I was thinking they're going to be absolutely devastated about this absolutely because they love Jesus. Like absolutely devoured about it. Scouts were devastated, and um, and I was telling Jack, and he's looking at me, and then he because he must have been five, six, mm. maybe, and he just went, kind of go back to playing Lego now. And I was like, okay, cool. You're going to be a psychopath when you're older. This is nice. <laughs> and then and then Evelyn just went, don't worry, Jack. Gigi's in heaven with the pigeon. <laughs> and I was like, oh god. I was like, this is really tragic. It's a really tragic oh. situation. It's a good value. Do you know, I took Nate to, um, so my auntie, so my, yeah, so the kids' great aunties, they hadn't seen her much, but my auntie, she passed away uh, last year. And I, because all of my family members who would look after Nate for me up here were going to be mm. at the funeral. And mm-hmm. um, so I had to take Nate with me to the funeral. So it's either mm. that or I didn't go. So I spoke to my dad and we spoke to my cousins and said, can can she bring Nate? Because otherwise she can't come. So they were all like, yeah, 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 that's, that, that's fine. And um, I was like, oh, God, I didn't know really what the etiquette was for bringing a baby to a Mm. funeral. Because I was like, if he's going to kick off, it's going to be really inappropriate. Or even worse, he was at that stage, you know, when they just start laughing at random things. Yeah. I was like, he can't be sitting there just belly laughing as, you know, yeah, at the funeral. I was like, oh, God. So I just had the most amount of anxiety about this whatsoever. But I'd taken a bag of stuff. And when we got there, we'd see my mum and dad's friends fall and die. And they said, well, tell you what, give us Nate and we'll sit back. And then if he, with him, and if he goes, then we'll just nip out. And I said, I didn't want to, because I thought, he's gonna, if he can't see me, he's going to kick off. But they were like, oh, give us all your bag and things. Give us all your stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> so they'd taken the bag that I'd t- taken with me. The suitcase. To entertain, to take the suitcase with me. So they were sat at the back. I'm <laughs> sat with Nate, who's having a lovely time waving to everybody at the funeral. <laughs> just like wondering why everyone's crying. And he's like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? Oh, it's waving to everybody it's like it's no no pun deathly silent at this point we're having a prayer and um and from the back I can suddenly hear mooing oh, no. and I was oh, like no <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that one of the toys that I've put in the bottom of the, the, the people that I've given the bag to haven't I haven't said there's a load of toys in there they've moved oh. the bag out of the way and they've hit one of the toys and it's going at the back and I was just like oh god what do I do 
what do I do? Do I get up? Do I get up and try and sort it out? And, and but afterwards, they were just like, Thank, thanks so much for that. Everybody was staring around looking at them like they'd brought the mooing phone or something with them to the funeral. Oh, yeah, he was really bless. good. And he didn't kick off until right right at the, as they're doing the last rites and he'd been having a lovely time just bobbing his head around to some of the songs that he'd cracked his head on the pew and then he's you know when they're silent oh, God, as they the take the night, I just, the yeah and I just picked oh, him no. up picked him ran. up like he was a grenade yeah and ran <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I want a funeral I'm just putting it out there I don't think I want a funeral I want um I just want the after party which I think is yeah. what they're called isn't it I just want the after celebrate, party celebration celebration of life a week. Yeah, don't bother don't bother just coming and looking at me and crying because I'm dead. Although I reckon And you do I'm, want I'm gonna... people crying. You want people well, to miss like you. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like <laughs> Why are you not crying? But I, but I think probably what I'll do for mine is I might just uh, you know, if I know in advance that it's happening, I might just prepare some funny like voiceover work uh, for it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'll just, yeah, so maybe some VTs that I'll, I'll pop up. Anyway, that's quite morbid, but yeah, take yeah. baby to a funeral, guys. Okay. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right then, Luce. I mean, I just, I don't know whether it's got the same vibe now or it's just me and you, but I feel less pressure. I feel less pressure now that there's not like a, a, a hot man looking at me when I'm talking about jizz. So what's today's Urban Dictionary Corner? <laughs> okay. I, I, I chose this one because I just think it's a lovely word. What do you think a manuka is? M-I-N-O-O-K-A. Is it not a type of honey? Manuka honey. Different spelling. It is. It is different spelling. Oh, okay. So I wonder whether it's something. Oh, God. Is it going to be jizzy? (laughs) Oh, I know. Is it a golden shower? Is it like a golden shower? Oh, Oh, is it a golden shower? A golden shower if you're really dehydrated. Do you ever have that? Like where you have just like a a, a thick, like a treacle piss. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like we that really need to drink a couple of pints of water. A treacle piss. You've had a great night out. You've had a great night out. And then you've gone to have a wee. Well, you've, gone, you've had a great night out, right? You brought someone back. You're like, boom, chicka, well, well, well. Um, and then you you get them back and you think, right, now it's time for the water sports. So you get them on the bed. You're ready. Oh, God, like, on the bed? Uh, on the bed. You put, you put a sheet down. You put a special terry towel and waterproof back sheet on. Mm-hmm. You're squatting over them mm-hmm. and just a really gloopy treacle piss comes out because you had too oh, much tequila. babe. Is that it? And they were like, no. oh my God, you manuka on my bazookas. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> you've been looking my so good <laughs> yeah. no but it's very good it's very good as i said at the start it's a different spelling so it's actually it's got nothing to do with that okay a menuka okay it's actually it's quite cute because you know oh. you tell me off for all of the naughty ones so yeah. um like it's ones, actually though. a boner that you get while you're cuddling so me and my boyfriend were cuddling and he got a manuka. I think it's cute. And I don't know where it came from. But it sounds nicer than a boner. Oh, it sounds like a like a, a, a weird small primate. Do you know I what I mean? I think it just sounds like I think it sounds like a little a little puppy. A, a little a minuka. A min, a minuka. A minuka. If I was a man, if I was a man, I'd be offended. Oh, I've got a, oh. a minuka. Well, this is definitely a woman that's penned this. You can tell, like, it, it's a woman. You can tell the ones that a woman's written versus the ones that the blokes have written, to be honest. But yeah, it's it's just a little, it's a little, maybe it's a mini boner. Maybe like a half on. Maybe, but yeah, a cuddly boner. A manuka. A cuddly boner. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think just, it's just any time that you get an erection, like, Steve, Steve would get just a, like a normal erection well, from a cuddle, just Steve, anything, any is, any is, kind yeah. of passive, and look in his direction, seeing my elbow, and he's like, fucking hell, manuka me off. <laughs> yeah. Parenting tales, parenting fails. We haven't done, yeah, we haven't done the theme tune a while, have we? I mean, probably because it's a little bit gash, if we're being honest. Um, but Luce, what have we got today for the parenting tale slash fail? Who's going to be our worthy winner of the iconic London Triple Threat Mascara? Rebecca from Reading. Oh, okay, Rebecca. She's either, this is either like, a, like she's just talking about how great she is as a parent, so she's put her own name on, um, or she's just ballsy and doesn't care. I th- doesn't I, do care. you know what? She's ballsy. Ballsy. She's ballsy. She's ballsy. I hope she doesn't say to keep her anonymous. I don't think she did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca, Songs from Reading. 37. <laughs> oh, she's put her address as well. It's a... Uh... No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, right. Okay, so this one is called Train Shame. Oh, God. We're going public transport. Oh, no, it's not going to be like that Dordo Porter book, is it? Mad Cows, where she fingers herself on the train and somebody films it. No, never not read, read that it, one. But, but sounds like a great read. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. Hi, ladies. Thanks so much for the podcast. It's the weekly uplift I never knew I needed. I've been thinking of sending the story for a while. I think I'm still a bit scarred, but I'll share it in the hope it's going to cheer other listeners and also hoping I might get an iconic mascara. There we go. That's the main reason. Yeah. It's the main reason. It's a, it is. Those lashes. It's worth yeah. it. It's worth it. So I live in Reading, not too far from London which is a great day out for my little one because it's only 25 minutes on the train. Handy. Excellent. Selling Reading. Is she some kind yeah. of public ambassador yeah. for why we should all Clearly. live in Reading? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why she said her name so that if she can get some sort of maybe. award. Hashtag yeah. ad. Mm. Hashtag ad. Um, I don't work on Fridays. So one day I decided to head into London to go to the zoo for a nice little day out with my toddler. We got on the train and about 10 minutes into the journey, I had a sudden feeling of needing to go to the loo. For a number two. Oh no, it's the worst on a train. You can't. You, <laughs> yeah. you can't go for a dump on the train. <laughs> My son was two at the time, so I had to take him with me to find the toilet. We got into the toilet, which happened to be one of those big toilets with a button 
And this well, is no, the bottom. Oh no, oh no, I'm seeing buttons. I'm seeing two-year-olds. I'm seeing needing to do a dump on the train. Oh no, it's gonna be like snakes on a plane, isn't it? But like with a big, with a big isn't log it? snake instead. Yeah, big on train. <laughs> we get in, and I was feeling a little bit unwell and started to feel cold sweats. My little boy wanted to leave, so I had to say, "Mummy has a bit of a poorly tummy. I just need a little bit longer." He was playing with the tap and the sink and I had no choice but to leave him to just soak himself. I was feeling a bit woozy, so I put my head into my hands while sat on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing I know, the toilet door slides open to a bunch of passengers waiting to use the toilet. My darling son had decided to press the button to open the door, exposing me with my trousers down. To make it worse, I hadn't... Finished my business. Oh no. <laughs> so I couldn't get off the toilet to press press the button. Oh, so I God. just shouted, press the button, press the button to my son. My son. <laughs> my son then looks at me, looks at the people waiting and said, My mummy's got a pearly tummy. Oh. <laughs> Can I imagine the waft, the waft will come out with the oh, oh, oh God. This is why you can't you on a train. God, don't ever do it hold it in or just shut yourself and sort it out <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah. oh I have never been able to live this one down and think the look of shock on those passengers' faces will be with me forever. Oh, my Hopefully. God. Somebody, did somebody close the door in the end? Did somebody put their hand around for it? I hope. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, you'd be off if you were standing. We need to follow up on the follow through because I, <laughs> I need to know if somebody closed that door for us. <laughs> oh, so hopefully this will be enough to get my hands on a mascara. Of course it is. Oh, Thanks for the laugh babe. from Rebecca. Oh, oh my no. goodness. Now, now Lucy, I mean, you 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 had to go <sighs> for a poop on a train, didn't you, oh, last week? Stop it. It only it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> but she was the running commentary that I was getting <laughs> during the poop. <laughs> too much. Too much. You've already got an I got you've already got your iconic London. I've already got one. I've got one. I don't need one, thanks. <laughs> there were no children in sight, so that wouldn't work for this section because it was just a it was just a live fail. I did screenshot our conversation just for you just for you at another world. point in time, babe. So another we'll park it. We'll park your log story for another day. Uh, but whilst we're talking about um about people writing in, we got somebody, one of our listeners from Canada. <gasps> Canada, eh? Canada, right? She's written in because you know we were ask you 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 were like, what do people in America do they call it oh, an yes. English breakfast muffin? The, the yeah, in when they go to McDonald's. Yeah, well, well, yeah, when they go to McDonald's, or yeah, and whether it's an English muffin or just a muffin, depending on what part of the world you're in. Well, Janelle has written in. Janelle has said, "Hi, Sophie and Lucy. Love listening to you, ladies. Hi, Janelle. Fully look forward to sticking in my AirPods and tackling the day's chores with you two, keeping me company along the way." Life can be dull most days as I, as a stay-at-home mom, mom. So thank mom. you dearly for the laughs. Okay, so McDonald's breakfast in Canada, where I'm from, you most definitely can get pancakes with bacon and maple syrup. But you can also get a McGriddle, which essentially is like an English McMuffin, which we can get here too, made with bacon or sausage. And I believe chicken is an option now with an oh. egg and cheese. Canada, so you're the, spoiling yeah. it. Yeah. So the McGriddle is the same as an ex- English muffin. 
but it's made with two pancakes instead of an English muffin. Oh, oh also, oh. they've got breakfast wraps and bagel belts, which is B-E-L-T-S, which is bacon, egg, lettuce, tomato, and a bagel of your choice. Nothing beats a sausage English McMuffin with two hash browns on the side and a large orange juice after a night out. Have a great day. Keep doing a fantastic job. So how nice is that? Thank oh, you. Lovely. And it is, it is answered a burning question. You know, you yeah. know we, 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 we don't have very deep and meaningful chats in life, but that was probably one of the best, wasn't it? That we just <laughs> needed to know what other people in different parts of the world had yeah. as an English mcmuffin so anyone else is listening from a different country please please do tell us what your mcdonald's breakfast menu is also the people want to know sophie wants to know i fancy one now but it's past 11 o'clock 10 30 babe 10 30 it's not 11 it's 10 30 is it is it the, is the it early bird weekend? yeah oh, the early bird man. catches the mcdonald's breakfast so there we go another episode of the tad and tessa podcast with me sophie mccartney is done and dusted for this week don't cry we shall be back next week and of course there is a little snackette that is coming on thursday as well so if you have enjoyed what you've listened to today or in the past if you could give us a little solid favor and um and go and give us a comment give us a review give us a little cheeky like um also i'm, I'm back on tour i don't know if i hardly ever mention it um at all but i'm back i'm hitting the road loose sending me back out again off i go so this week i am back to it and of course I'm going to be in Australia and New Zealand but there is a link in the show notes you can click on there and you can purchase your tickets there and of course if you have a parenting fail or tail we're going we, we, we don't really want your the wanky parenting stories we, we want really just the, the awful ones please so yes if you would like to send those in you can send them into tidentested at acast.com hit the jingle it's the Tide and Tested podcast enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week from perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when I'm dead I'm realising that parenting is just living in bumworm dread happy listening to the podcast Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.